trust bring obedience. It is when you trust that you can obey. If you don't trust, you can't obey. That is when you have trust the process. That is when you can now go through that process. I have to give you 10 times this morning, so I don't want to go again. He is the Holy Ghost. He is the Holy
Continue, sir. Will you see, man? Okay. Skillful in his work. Okay. He will stand before kings. Okay. He will not stand before obscure men. Okay. Alright, thank you, sir. King James in the house, legend only. I'll read from here. Yes, that will be man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. He shall stand before who? Kings. And not what? Yeah. Not men. Not just ordinary set of people. Show me a man diligent in his business. For he shall stand before kings, top people, and not just ordinary set of people. And thank God this is practical enough. Okay, let's take it to our academies now. Let's not go to the internet. Now, in your academies, the product of what you see now, no matter what the potter might be doing, no matter what your lecturer might have done to affect your GP. The product of what you see in people's CDPA is their hardship to the academics. It is the effort you are putting, yes or no? You cannot see a 4.78 student and you tell me he was sleeping. If you see a 3.2.1 point student and he's telling you, ah, I'll read in the morning. I'm ready the afternoon, I'm ready the night, and I'm still having one point. Well, how will you feel? You feel like this person is lying, yes or no? Then you know that probably something is wrong in your village. Hallelujah. So, the product of that four points you are seeing is as a result of what? Motility. Then you are now hearing um, the, our, our former VC, who is the what? The new commissioner of education for the state. That's Professor Rebabu. He's now having an appointment with that kind of person. Don't be annoyed because the person has worked to that level. That is how he can have a handshake with you the commissioner for education. So a man diligent in his business who just stand with people of low level. There is classes for them. They will stand with kings, not just mayors. Hallelujah. I said here that a diligent man carefully and persistently develop allegiance towards the cause. They carefully, persistently develop allegiance towards the cause. Persistence means continually. And allegiance means their loyalty. They don't play with it. They are committed to it. It has become a way of life. That's why that book says, show me a man diligent in his business. He won't just stand with Like, they give everything to it. They know I must do this to achieve this. They don't sleep while others are sleeping. They don't play while others are playing. <laughs> is it, is the way we quote things, affect our life at times. When we are meant to be working, probably when that business has come, that is when you now remember the quote, there is time to work. Uh, no, you say, all work and no play makes what? That's a double. You justify your laziness. I pity you. You see, there is this quote too we used to write on the secondary school. say, there is time to work and there is time to do what? Only foolish students do what? Play all the time. 
Work while you work and play while you play. To be useful and happy. This is the way of education. So, there are times that the chance for you to play, when you see time to play, you need to cut them off. I don't need this for now. The Bible says, you, you, you slow that. Go to the hands and go and see the affirmation. Do you know, these people, during the sun, that is when they also, that is when they will go and look for their food and bring up. They know that this period, I need to be serious this time. Those times, they don't joke, they don't follow friends, they don't be on social media from morning to night. They do all the work things they need to do because they know a time will come whenever you cannot do these things again. And it will affect us. If you have power, the hands knew that. So there are particular times in our life we should know that this period, I don't need to start reading the code that there is time to work and there is time to play. This time I need to focus and work. And that is the way you can be successful. That is the way you can stand with kings, not just many people. Hallelujah. The opposite of diligence is what? Laziness. If you are not diligent, you are lazy. If you are not diligent, you are lost in business. I said, diligence is the dedicated pharmacy God calls us to invest in each task that we perform. Diligence is the dedicated fervency God calls us to invest in each task that we perform. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 to 24. King James, I need a pastor with that. Okay. And whatsoever you do, do it at the as the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for he serve the Lord Christ. Hallelujah. I want us to read Proverbs 6, verse 9 to 11. I want from the congregation this time. For a King James reader. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs 9 to 11. Okay. He said, How long will thou sleep, O slogan? How long will you sleep, you lazy one? Continue, sir. When will you wake up from that sleep? That, that I want to play. When will you stand up from that sleep? Continue, sir. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Anybody with good news? I know people with good news says that way. Let me sleep small. Let, let, let me still let me still close my eyes. Good news in the house, please. Anybody? How long will you lie there? How long will you lie there? Doing nothing at all. When are you going to get up? When are you going to stand up? And stop sleeping. And stop sleeping. Continue, man. Sleep a little. Sleep small. Do the little. Those smart don't Fold your head. And your okay. Go to the next last one. Suddenly. Suddenly. Everything is gone. Hmm. As though it has been 
Pismo. Eh? Dusmo. He said, okay, let me rephrase it this way. Mon Mon you want to sleep a little, you want to, you want to doze a little. By the time you open your eyes, everything has been taken away by what? I was not doing your shit. By the time you decide to play a little, by the time you say, let me still enjoy my life, Friday, that's our quote. Why you are saying Friday is for enjoyment, Friday is to flex, Friday is to relax for the week. So people are working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then you see them exploring, you'll be like, ow. That's the how. Because while you were playing, they were there, putting all diligence to that business they are doing. Judaism, I want to sleep small, I want to do small. Before you know, everything has been taken away. Diligence has to reward. I'm thinking, I just pray the Lord will help us with our time this morning. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. Look at when you are diligent and when you are slothful. Proverbs 13, verse 4. Is a son that causes shame. <laughs> it's a gathering 
in the summer. He's who? A wise person. And if they are sleeping when it's time for harvest, is what? It's a shame. Let me not lie to you. Many people after they are living here, they will bring shame back to their bread at home. Our main purpose here on campus is for the primary assignment here. Forget about ministry for now. Why I have come to Tassu is for me to learn and get my certificate. Yes or no? Yes. Then everybody who come to Tassu and Tassu to again admission. Everybody is doing. You see, <laughs> the rate at which everybody who wants to go to school now is not because of the certificate now. Because all of us know certificates come, it's not fetching money. If you have 4.7 now, I don't have anything upstairs here. Probably you are good in range, I don't have anything here. If you reach out there, they tell you what can you do. You just tell them, this is my certificate, I don't have anything. They won't take you. Probably your own course is like that. Let me talk about computer science now. Computer science, they say I'm finishing with 4.7 and I'm getting to any third word. And they say, Mr. Gabriel, I say, yes, sir, what can you do? Oh, actually, I'm 4.7 for Slavgarde. Okay, sir, please see that help us to do this programming. And I see that I'm not doing anything. Will they take me? Is that even my certificate? Is that what I have up there? So, what I'm coming from is that if you sleep in time of harvest, you will bring shame. 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 So, that is why we must always. Remind ourselves why we have come to this place. Many have come here to dress to give. I want to slay. <laughs> what you cannot do in your mother's house? You don't get to campus. I have arrived. The first thing you do, go to uh, Okiaji. How many of us know Okiaji? Uh, is it Okiaji? Are you okay? Stable? I'm correct. I'm being cheap, cheap clothes. He's there. He's there. You're not going to buy different brands, even if you don't have money for the When you enter lecture, let them know somebody has entered. Is that your purpose here? Eh? It's when you have no what to gain here to do. That is when some things don't distract you at all. Anyone here on campus, everybody should not be saying because of they are using pens, 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 they are oppressing you. Oppress your keyboard of it here. They are oppressing yourself. Hallelujah. It's true. What concerns me with your car? See, one thing I do know that Ogotoban Fibara fast pass gate. Fast pass is unique. Sitting here and I'm putting my energy to everything, I'm putting my strength to everything, I'm, I'm gathering my own resources. So by the time I meet, I arrive, probably they'll still be the one to come and be friendly or they'll be my driver. Hallelujah. Time is going. Diligence, a pathway to excellence. Diligence, a pathway to excellence. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. Is that you please read for us? Then Daniel was preferred above what? The president. The president. And princes. Because an excellent spirit was with him. Because an excellent spirit was with him. And he 
my book already. Imagine that one. As Daniel was preferred more than president. Imagine you preferred as the president of Nigeria. Imagine you preferred more than the source of princes that they just met uh, by by birth, they became prince. Diligence, a pathway to what? Excellence. These people, they have, they have done some hard work that they did not allow the things of this world to distract them. Was it not Daniel that said he will not, he will not allow the king's name to? Is it not the one? Because there are times he saw enjoyment. But because of what he's trying to attain, never allow that fresh meal to take away what he's doing. Many of us, they have, they have manipulated our brain as a result of the food you went to eat a chicken and coke. Meat pie, what is it for me and forgotten what you need to do? Do you think it's easy because somebody can say it's this and what I want to be eating from morning to like when it's not given that I like this? <laughs> Just um, Genesis chapter 41, verse 37 to 44. We won't look at the right of Joseph also. Genesis 41, verse 37 to 44. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. And the eyes of all the servants. And the eyes of all the servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servant. A wonderful man like this. A man in whom the Spirit of God is. A man that the Spirit of God is dwelling on his head. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, <laughs> For as much as God has shewed thee all this, okay, man. there is not so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house. Thou shalt be over my house. And according unto thy word. And according to thy word. Shall all my people be ruled. Shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne hmm. will I be great than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph. Hallelujah. There's no way I captured it. He said, only in truth. He has become P already now. After Pharaoh is who? Joseph. That is, Joseph did not allow the present enjoyment. That when the wife of Pharaoh, when he comes, actually he does have fire. He did not see me. After Pharaoh, I feel like you know, I don't know, and everything. But Joseph did what? Close his eyes. You know, he won't close his eyes alone. Thank you, sir. I don't want to say it for me. Thank you very much. Climb away! That is what is affecting many of us. Many of us don't know how to use that text in some things. But it's my sound somehow. There are some situations you don't wait. You do what? You run away. You flee. I love to make explanation of that. Just do like this. When you, when you see that situation, you go for a leg. Look at the one they said, Oh, they do like this. <laughs> Run away. You don't scalabush in front of temptation. Number two, characteristics of the diligence one. Faithfulness, Luke, Luke chapter 9, verse 62. 
quickly write this faithfulness, this breed dedication. This breed dedication and focus on what one has chosen to do. This breed that is it brings out dedication and focus on what one has chosen to do. Luke chapter 9, verse 62. Anybody there? And Jesus said unto him, No man, no man, having put his hand to the ground mm. and looking back, mm. his feet for the kingdom of God. Mm. He said, No man has put his hand into the business. He's now turning back his feet for the kingdom of God. No man, are you with me? No student which has come to Tarsus and has called brother go. He speaks for 4.7. He speaks for 5.0. Are you getting me? No man, no student has come to that suit. And you have get yourself distracted with the thing and you are not serious again. You are not fit for the first class Number two, determination. We are looking at the characteristics of diligent man. Determination. Ability to have firmness of purpose. Ability to have fairness of purpose. Please write Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. When you get home, please read it. See, ability to have fairness of purpose. When you have been determined, nothing can change your mind. That is determination. When you are determined, no matter what friends, no matter what comes your way, you still stand. Number three, perseverance. Perseverance. Doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Now, diligence in faith. Diligence in faith. Number one, how can you be diligent in faith? Talking about our, our our lives, our academics now in faith. You see, I want to make something clear. The great men of God you are seeing today, moving from one place to another, meeting with the president, going out there for ministry, is as a result of their diligence when they were growing up. I don't mean when they were from small. I mean when they were in their secret place. Praying, asking God for something. Apostle Joshua This is as a result of the sacrifice of diligence many of them have paid when they were somewhere. Many of us don't know these people when they were young, but we knew them when they started manifesting. That is, they, they are also themselves somewhere diligently praying, seeking the face of God before they came out today. And that is when you will see minister of God. They have been in the ministry from seven years old. They have been following Pastor Karen Bible. And today they are nowhere to be found. Probably at some point in their life they slack. They move back. They could not continue. 
As God has put things in our hands, God has committed one or two assignments in our hands to do also. So are you diligent in it? Number one, how can you be diligent in faith? Hunger for the word of God. Please let's just note this Bible verses. First Peter 2 verse 2. And 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved. Number two, commitment to prayer. Acts 6 verse 4. Commitment to prayer. Acts 6 verse 4. Diligent. Your effort. And the third one, commitment to the ministry of evangelism. Commitment to the ministry of evangelism, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18 and Ephesians 6 verse 15. And the last thing we'll be looking at today, the rewards of diligence. The reward of diligence. Number one, a diligent man is distinguished. A diligent man stands out. Hallelujah. Are we together this morning? Show me a diligent man. The stand out for is again. You sit with higher ranks. So this morning, your diligence will make you to be set out. Like, will bring you out from the midst of people of lower level. Many of you will think like, how do some people have a relationship with lecturers in school? It's because of their outstanding spirit as a result of their diligence. That is when you will not be preaching somebody you say, ah, that lecturer has been speaking with that. That's why you have been saying that lecturer of this. It's not all people you see in lecturer's office that lecturer is having anything to do with them. But as a result of their diligence that has brought them up, that makes them have a relationship with them. And that will also help them to proceed in life. Number two, recommend, recommendation follows diligence. People recommend you. Daniel was recommended. Daniel chapter 5, verse 11 to 12. Somebody should please read that place for me. Daniel chapter 5. Level to zero. The first reader, KJV. There is a man in thy kingdom. There is a man in thy kingdom. In whom is the spirit of the Holy God. The spirit of the Holy God is on him. And in the days of their father. Okay. Light and understanding and wisdom. Okay. Like the wisdom of the gods. Okay. was found in him. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit. And knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams, and shewing of hard sentences, and dissolving of doubts, were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now, let Daniel be called, and he will shoot his interpretation. God bless you. Do you see all the audio certificate they call out for you? The spirit of God is upon you, is his wisdom, is this and that. Said, let him be called, so that he can solve your own issue also. He was being recommended to solve another people's problem. 
can't terminate poverty. Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 9 to 11. And Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. Just note it. Diligence terminates what? Poverty. You cannot be sleeping while others are, are sowing. Then when the reaps come, when the harvest time comes, you expect them to be, you expect, you expect them to be reaping and you'll be reaping. No, it's not possible. It is what you sow that you do what? You will reap. I said something before I started this thing. I said there are some things God Himself helps us to do. But there are some things that if you do not discipline yourself to do them, you cannot do it. This diligence is not about us. What we need to do. Your hard work, your effort, put into something. So your diligence, by your diligence, you are doing what? Terminating poverty. Let me say this. If you want to know that, if you know that you do you want to finish that suit. And you don't want to help them with the same position, position. And I should come out and we'll just sit down and talk. It's not too late to be diligent in everything that God has placed in your life. If it's your business you are doing, it's good. If you have business right now, please add more to it. Your academics. You see, there are times that despite your 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 four point seven can get you job. There are, there are some qualifications you have that you don't need to go out there to look. They will look for you. Recommendation. But just make sure that while you are having your 4.7, you have something upstairs. Not that you just buy it and buy it. Most of people have that gift. Just let them go. Give them the other. They will read it and they will still pour it back. But they don't understand. They just want to tackle. You get what I'm saying this morning. So even in our faith, let there be hunger for the word of God in a place of prayer. And the word in the ministry of evangelism, which Christ has called us to do. The diligence must be pursued in all the endeavor with pleasing God as the ultimate goal. No matter what you do, your diligence, God must be in view. All those academies, career, they are what they are like bonazas to us. The primary goal, why we are being created. Is to be a useful instrument to God. And whatsoever God has placed in our hand as his vessel, the diligence must be in that work. The work that you can do, you might sleep in your own personal work of God. Please and please don't sleep in the work of God. Don't joke with the word of God. When you sleep and joke with the word of God, it can disqualify you from getting the reward after this word. There's a place we are going. Every man's work will be tested with fire. And if your work consumes fire, no be fire.
which they are meant to carry something back to that place. And immediately they have looked at the organization and what the producer and immediately have passed this corner. I know many that used to pass this rules. So one pass the other that they came, that pass that is the rule. These things will tell. So even in the work of God, you see, some people are manifest, see, it's not about anything. Some of our nominees that we are seeing that they are doing well today is as a result of what they have done, why they are here. Bible says, seek forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be doing, shall be added unto you. All those ones, the remaining ones that come your way, they are bonanzas. Our first assignment is what? Those work. Whatsoever your hands finds doing, do it what? Salute your neighbor. Whatsoever your hands finds doing, do it what? Let me say now, whatever your hands found you, do it well. Colossians chapter 3, verse 33. I've run it up. Just let me read it. Colossians chapter 3, verse 33. He said, And whatsoever you do, do it aptly as to the Lord and not unto men. I read again. Whatsoever you do, do it aptly with the will of your heart as to the Lord and not unto the shall rise upon our feet. We ascribe all glory to you. We ascribe all glory to you. 
we ascribe all glory to you now and forevermore for in jesus name we have prayed in jesus name we have prayed can you celebrate jesus where you are seated hallelujah glory to god it's another beautiful time in god's presence i celebrate the grace i celebrate god almighty i thank him please can you celebrate jesus once again hallelujah I also celebrate the shepherd of this house, Pastor Ajile Gabriel, for the great opportunity. I celebrate, please celebrate him. I don't take it for granted. I celebrate the secretaries. I celebrate the executives in the house. I celebrate every one of us seated here. Despite the rain, you made it a point of duty to be here. So please celebrate yourself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So people can be sleeping at home now. I hope you know, right? But we made it a point of duty to be here. Because we do what we love God. Hallelujah. Praise God. By the grace of God, the topic for us this morning is where do you stand before Christ? Where do you stand before Christ? So it's a personal question. Where do I stand before Christ? Where do I stand? Where's my stand? How does Christ see me? How does he look at me? Who am I to be? Am I a child or a pastor? Those are the questions we should always ask ourselves. Are you a bona fide child of God? We are just coming to church every day. And they say we should come to fellowship. We are in the fellowship. Does Christ know you? Can he beat his chest and say, This is my son? Like it was said about Jesus. God said, This is my what? Beloved son. In whom what? In whom I am well pleased. That was what God said when Jesus came. Can someone just say, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased? And he said, This is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Ask yourself, Where do I stand? What is my relationship with God? Hallelujah. And we'll be looking at um, the subtopic on that is, is people that are commended by Christ. Those that are commended by Christ. The verdicts that God made upon his son Jesus by saying, This is my beloved son oh, in whom I am well pleased. That was a commendation. Praise God. Praise God. I hope we know what a commendation is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you know what it means to commend someone? Praise God. Let's talk. Do you know what it means to commend someone? When I say, my brother, I commend you for your good work. He plays the keyboard with dexterity. He knows how to play keyboard. And I I commend your good work. That was what happened when God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am not well pleased. That's a commendation. Because he knew his son. Where do you stand before Christ? To say that of you, can you say, Brother Chief, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased? Can you say, Tosin, you are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased? Ask yourself. I want you to know that when Christ commends you, eh, men will recommend you. Did we hear that? When Christ commends you, men will recommend you. Thank you, man. Are we together? When Christ commends you, men will recommend you. So you don't need to struggle for anything. Why? Because Christ 
Christ commends. The first one is people that are commended for faith. Hallelujah. Those that are commended for faith. I will be looking at Matthew chapter 16. Matthew 16, verse 13 to 19. If anyone is there, you can read. Matthew 16, from verse 13 to 19. Please, a fast reader. Jesus in 
faith. Hallelujah. You will be commended for your faith. Praise God. If you are not connected to Christ, you cannot do anything. You need to be connected. He's the source. Hallelujah. Christ is the source. Once you are disconnected from Him, your life will just be in shambles. You will just be going here and there. Today you go in and say, I think this is the direction. Tomorrow you come back and say, I think this is the direction. Next tomorrow you come back and say, I think this is the direction. Another day you face back and say, I think this is the direction. You won't have a clear cut focus. First of all, be rooted in Christ. Let your faith be grounded. Don't come to church every time and you go back the same way. But there's no change. There's no relationship. Please, desire to grow. Let there be a desperate hunger and thirst in your heart to know more of God. That, ah, this God you're talking about, this Christ you're talking about, I want to know Him more and more and more. If you don't sit with Him, you won't know Him more. You will just know the peripheral things. Praise God. Praise God. You won't know the in-depth knowledge. You won't have the in-depth knowledge of who Christ is. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is the revealer of all things. So I beg you, stay connected. Stay connected. Your hunger and your thirst will drive God to move. You can't sit down in the place and be expecting that God will come down and say, Oh yeah, come and do this. Oh yeah, come and do that. God does not force anybody. As much as you desire to live for God and to serve Him, you must hunger and thirst for Him. Not just because of what He wants to do with you in court, or because of the assignment He wants to give you, but for Him. Hunger and thirst for the person of Christ in Him. Him. That I may know you. Let that be your prayer every day. Some of us, we think we've, we've known everything, and that's our problem. We think we know it all. I know how to study the scriptures. We'll be going to that. Hallelujah. Oh, I fast every day. I have the power of God. Very good. But the strength of yesterday is not sufficient for the strength of tomorrow. Praise God. So you have to dig deep. You don't get what I want to Dig and dig and dig. Praise God. But rather, you don't get the very clean water until you go once you dig. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you will be commended for your faith. And that's to everyone in the house this morning who does not even know Jesus. I know you've heard about Jesus, but you don't have a relationship with him. You are not born again. Let's say it where it is. You are not born again. This is a clarion call. You're just been going to church every day. As you guys not church me. And when they sing, you lift up your hands and you cry. And when you step out of that door, your gain? What will be my gain? If after everything I now perish. May it never be a portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. May it never be a portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, I beg us. Don't, don't, don't stay where you are. There is more. There is more. There is more. If you want more, you can get more. But first and foremost, you have to genuinely give your life to Christ. Hallelujah. 
That's what you're coming to do. Jesus does not know you. You're not a bona fide child of God. He doesn't have your record in heaven. And when he comes, what will happen? He will only take those he knows. May you not be left behind in Jesus' name. May you not be left behind in Jesus' name. I will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Second thing, people Christ commend. They are commended for humility. Praise God. Commended for humility. What was the first one we took? Commended for what? Thank you. God bless you. I follow you. Commended for humility. Let's look at Luke chapter 18, verse 9 to 14. Luke 18, verse 9 to 14. We might not exactly read because of our time. But please write it down. Luke 18, 9 to 14. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll read. Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not a sinner like everyone else. For I don't cheat, I don't sin, I don't commit adultery, and certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week. And I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at the distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Hallelujah. Humility. Humility. Humility is not thinking of yourself less. But it is thinking less of yourself. Are we together? Humility is not thinking of yourself less. I mean, humility doesn't mean that you should lie down before people should watch you. Are we together? That's not what I'm saying. But humility will make you place God first. Humility will make you was place others first before yourself. And that was what Christ Jesus did for us when he went to the cross. He was obedient to death. The death on the cross. Because he thought of you, he thought of me. He was called out by himself. Hallelujah. In Philippians chapter 2. He was called out by himself, but he didn't think it as something to be grasped. He didn't think it as something to be used as his own advantage and said, because I am God, I will do this to these people. But he humbled himself and he died. So that you and I can become the kings and queens seated with Christ. Hallelujah. Are you humble? Humility is not uh, ah, good morning, ma. Ah, God bless you, ma. That's not humility. If you are kneeling down physically and you are not kneeling in your heart, you are proud. Take it or leave it. If you are kneeling down physically and you are running on the floor, but you're not feeling in your heart, you are proud. I say it emphatically, you are proud. Go and learn humility. If you want to learn humility, worst. Praise God. He was a perfect example. Hallelujah. Christ himself is humility personified. Christ is humility personified. When God sees your labor of love in the secret, he will reward you 
sufficient is what? It's from God. All that you are and that you will be is by the grace of God. Not by your strength or your internet or by your power or by your certificates. Humble yourself before the Lord. Scripture says, and He will do what? And He will lift you up. He will raise you. So when you see men that God has raised, you just stand there and be saying, eh, they did this one. How do you know it's true? How do you know they did not do a How do you know they did not shake anything? What's your business? You don't know where that man has been. You don't know where he had stayed before God. You are there talking. Why not go and say, Father, teach me. Help me to know what I need to do. Hallelujah. Go back to him. Let me know what I must do. You want to rise? Go back to God. Father, show me. Give me the blueprint. Don't stand and be balancing people. Hallelujah. He must be humble in heart and even in act. In heart and what? And in act. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the last one by the grace of God is commended for devotion. Hallelujah. Commended for devotion. And we'll be looking at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. I'll read from here. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. Some of us are so engrossed with activities, but we are not devoted to the one true God. It is God first and always God first. Are we together? It is God first and what? And always God first. Are you devoted to God? Are you devoted to Christ? I'm not saying partially, I mean completely and totally. Are you one let in, one let out? Our works will be tried. Every one of us seated here. So it's not about being the pastor of the fellowship. It's not about being the president. It's not about being the deacon or the deaconess. As we are seated here, our works will be tried. God will ask you.
biar lu nih balik pas untuk So why you are running? Another thing is I've been calling, I'm calling attention here. Don't look. Keep the focus. March on. You will be commended for your faith. How well you know God. Your relationship with Him. How well you are rooted. How well you are abiding in. You will be commended for your humility. You will be commended for your devotion to God. Where do you stand before God? Please, if you 
mean? You know, you've not surrendered your life completely and totally. I'm not talking about just mouth confession. And you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Jesus, I am ready to walk with you. I want to live for you so that when you come, you will take me with you. Please just raise your hand wherever you are. Don't stand up. Just raise your hand. You're not raising it to me. You're not raising it to Christ Jesus. Just raise your hand wherever you are. If you know you are not born again, genuinely born again, if you know you don't have salvation, Please raise your hand wherever you are seated. Don't be ashamed. If you are ashamed of Christ now, you will be ashamed of you when he comes. Please raise your hand.
in the way. He came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only, and said unto it, Mark that word, when Jesus was hungry, and he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only, and said unto it, said, Let no fruit grow on thee, and forward for heaven. And presently, the fig tree withered. Hallelujah. Immediately, the fig tree withered away. Verse 20. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled. The disciples were surprised, saying, How soon is this fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree. But also, if you should say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And verse 22, And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. The scripture said, Believe you, you shall receive. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we look at this part of the scripture, okay, before I go on, can we open um, a scripture also to 1 Corinthians 13, 2. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2. If you are there before me, you can read. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2. And if I have prophetic power. And do I have the gift of prophecy, okay. And understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And understand all mysteries. And all knowledge. And all knowledge. And if I have all faith. And though I have all faith. So as to remove mountains. So that I could remove mountains. But have not love. And have not charity. I have nothing. I am nothing. Hallelujah. When you look at the two parts of the text that we read just now, we will see it clearly that the Bible acknowledges that there is what a mountain. Hallelujah. So those two parts. Uh, those two uh, tests rather acknowledge or admit that there's what? There's a mountain. Hallelujah. So faith does not deny the fact. So the faith does not deny that there's no mountains. Hallelujah. But faith acts on the fact to remove the mountain. Faith acts on the fact to do what? To remove the mountains. Hallelujah. So, but before I move on, what do we mean by mountain? The word mountain. What do we mean by the word mountain? Literally, it is a very high hill, often with rocks near the top. It is a very high hill, often with rocks near the top. Now, in Matthew 21, from 18 to 22, what fed me in that context is an obstacle. It means an obstacle, a challenge, a problem, an hindrance, an obstruction, a difficulty, a constraint. A mountain is whatever that is standing in your way. Whatever thing that is standing opposite is a mountain. The crowd for seven said, Who is that mountain before the Republic? Hallelujah. What is faith? 
but his faith. Because the tool that is needed to remove the mountain is faith. So the mountain cannot be removed without faith. Even Elijah 6, he said, without faith, no man can do what please God. So inevitably, as a child of the kingdom, so you can't do or make a business or do a transaction with God without what? Faith. So faith is an essential element in this kingdom. He said, think about book 4 2 or 2 4. He said, the judge shall live by what? By faith. Not by sight. Not by logical reason. Hallelujah. Some of us, the reason why faith is not getting out of the way is because we are not exercising our faith to remove it. Hallelujah. Sorry, declare. Go for what is faith. Believe and trust and loyalty to God. Faith is belief and trust in and loyalty to God. The belief and trust in and loyalty to God. It is a fact, it's something for which there's no proof or evidence. A fact is something for which there's no proof or evidence. Hallelujah. In other words, it also means the persuasion, the conviction of the market that a certain statement is true. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew 18, 21. You know, when Jesus was coming from Bethany and the scriptures, he was hungry and he saw the tree tree. Hallelujah. But on that fig tree, instead of Jesus to see the fruit, the man lived. And Jesus caused the fig tree. And immediately, the fig tree do what? Dry. There's another part of the scripture that says, the fig tree, like from the root, it gets real. Hallelujah. So through faith, we gather mountain to be moved. And when they decided, when they saw it, they were astonished, they were surprised. What kind of thing is this? The mother said, How soon is the fig tree without a way? And Jesus said unto them, Just like the way he's saying to you now, that those things that be like an obstacle before you, those challenges that you cannot they can get out of the way if only you can believe. The mother are not moving further because you're not praying. Because they don't believe. See, as far as you kill doubting the word of God, the mountain will still be here. Because the only tool to get the mountain out of the way is through faith. A man cannot receive anything from God without faith. The way to receive everything that we give it to us in Christ is through faith. A man can pray and not receive answer to prayer because even while he's praying, he's doubting. 
A man can be reading the word of God. A man can even confess the word of God and not believe in it. See, what makes the word to be powerful is the faith. What makes it to produce results is faith. If you don't believe in that word, you cannot see the result. Mark 11 23. If you are there, maybe open. Mark 11 23. Say unto this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea. Be taken up and cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart. And does not doubt in his heart. But believes that what he says. But believe that what he says will come to pass. Will come to pass. It will be done for you. It will be done for you. Those things that you say will only come to pass at the expense of your faith. He said, you will have what you say when you believe in your heart. No way you will doubt. He said, brother, I say unto you, that whosoever, that whosoever is you, anyone, anybody, shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. See, the mountain has a year. Hallelujah. The mountain has a need. Because it's because if you say to this mountain, if you shall you obey me, he has a need. You just have to speak the word. You don't beg the mountain to move, you command. You don't beg the mountain to move, you command it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Sebidon man that cast into the sea and shall not doubt, but shall believe that those things which his flesh shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever. You can imagine. Whatsoever. That is, whatsoever you say is no, and you believe in it or not. There's nothing that is difficult for you. There's no how the mountain, oh, how big the mountain is that you don't believe. As far as you believe, you say and you believe in your mind. Then it is difficult for God to do nothing. See, the power of God is not limited, but you can limit it with your mind. Look at that central man. He sounds what I told him. He said, I'm going to go. He said, Please go. He said, Just speak your word. So that means distance is not a barrier. So someone can be in London and you can be in Nigeria and the person can be seen. And you can make a declaration here, the person is here in the name of Jesus and the person will receive his healing. The man said, just be your word. Jesus, I must see this kind of thing. Just be. Just do. And yes, me to be Lord. Hallelujah. Faith does not deny the fact. I swear it. There's no matter but have on the fact to remove them. Okay, faith does not deny the fact, but it just was. It's hard on the fact to remove it. For us to remove the mountain, we must ask by believing God's word. 
For us to remove the mountain, we must have a believing word, God's word. The mountain before us will get bigger and bigger every day if we don't command it by faith. God is not in my vision. The problem in getting the mountain out of the way is with us and not with God. We become, listen to this, we become the mountain for the mountain to move when we continue to doubt God's word. That is, you can be an obstacle for the mountain to move if you don't believe. You become the mountain. You can become the stumbling block or something to happen. So we can become the mountain for the mountain to move or remove when we continue to doubt God's word. Faith is the way to get the mountain out of the way. And doubt is the way to allow the mountain to stay. A faith as a monster see is the mountain moving faith. If we can have faith like the monster see, and walk like the monster see, you will command the mountain to move and it will move. Hallelujah. There's no mountain that is bigger than our faith. Faith is respect of no any mountain. See, faith is powerful. 
faith is powerful. I want you to, I want to leave you with this scripture. Leave me alone with you. Say, without faith, no man can please God. Hold on to it. See, when you're obedient to God's word, the mountain will be obedient to you. When you're obedient to God's word, the mountain will be obedient to you. So when you're speaking to this mountain, the big that we move, and it's going to be God's word. I don't know what you're passing through right now. I don't know the challenges you're in. You may even be standing down for someone. I want you to begin to, you know, to be speaking to those mountains right now. Begin to speak to those mountains right now. Probably, it may even be a particular course that is starting as a mountain before you. But there's nothing, every mountain that is bigger for God to Can you begin to speak to those mountains this morning? Can you begin to speak? Because the way that work is by spirits. When you speak and you believe in your heart, that which you say will come to pass.